Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the 2015-2016 end of season Wolves Fancast special. David Evans is not here tonight, so you've got me, Graham Large, hosting. And tonight on the Fancast with me, we have Luke Thompson. Hello. We have Stu Hall. <laughs> yeah, hello. We have uh, the Zelly Ishmael of comedy. Can we still call you that now? Well, technically, I'm leaving after this show. So, well, <laughs> so maybe, a bit of synergy there. Yeah, and not by choice, either. <laughs> <laughs> His contract hasn't been renewed. The £100 million pound pundit is off. Lou Regan, ladies and gentlemen. And we also have Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. So tonight, we're going to wrap up what was the 2015-2016 season. We're going to look back to the predictions that we all made in pre-season. We've got a bit of fun tonight with the infamous... End of season, Billy Wright, Billy Wrong quiz. Everyone excited? Yeah. Woo. I think that's going to be the highlight of <laughs> yeah. tonight, isn't it, yeah. for a lot of the season? Highlight of the season. Yeah, it's a highlight of the season. And we are going to look back on the season as a whole and talk about what probably might have been. So, first and foremost, we'll just touch on uh, Sheffield Wednesday from the weekend. Surprisingly, Wolves rounded off the season with a, with a 2-1 win. Um, was it all that convincing? I think it could have first, been three or four. First half, it could have been four. Really. So I didn't think that first goal was offside. Yeah. Then I suppose you might be so free because we scored that second goal quite quick, the first goal quite quickly after. And Savile wasn't looking to hit the post. So. I thought the first 30 minutes, we played some really good football. I think Price, Iorfa and Wallace was linking up superbly. Sheffield Wednesday, whether it was a change team or not, you know, they're still there to be beat. They didn't look at the races at all. No, they didn't, but you know, you've, you've still got to do what you've got to do. And we did it. It it, it it just annoys you even more when you think, well, why wasn't we doing this two or three weeks ago? Mm. Why wasn't we knocking the ball about like this two or, th- or even two or three months ago? You know, it's, it's really frustrating because we it shows that we can play football and we have got some good players. But for some reason... We've, there's just been too many sort of average performances this season, but you know Sheffield Wednesday, whether it's a changed team or not, they would they would have still wanted to have got into the playoffs on the back of a win. Mm. You know whether the team was changed or not, players are going to be thinking, well, hold on a minute, I want to play in these playoffs, so I'm going to put in a performance today. Yeah, give you something to think about. Yeah. Exactly. They, 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 none none of their players looked. Anywhere near first team. They made, they made us look good. Yeah. I mean, it was the most entertaining first half, probably since it felt it was sold. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was entertaining because there was a bit of noise being made in that ground. I'll tell you, the atmosphere, it, it reminded me of a bit like mid 90s games at the Molyneux where. But when away fans would come down and, and the safe bank and, and the North Bank would have a go as well back in the day, like now. The, hmm. the, Sorry, Graham, I know you see that. Don't at the moment. You're not offended me at the moment. Okay, the North Bank don't sing, and the South Bank sing one song on repeat. No, the South Bank, they've, they've got an array they've of songs. They've got nothing. They have. South Bank, and are we are the South Bank, we'll sing on our own. Well, there's That's two easy. songs off the top of your head. Two. Then they've got the Dave Edwards chant. Sing a song on our own. Iorfa. Was they singing a song about Jack Price the weekend? Yeah. They're singing The Liquidator. Yeah. For the self-proclaimed greatest stand at Molyneux, what I'm saying is get your act together because you're going to shit. The atmosphere was, for the first 20 minutes, was it felt like a proper game of football. But yeah. what was the big difference? Actually the, the having way. a virtually full stadium for, for yeah. a change. And it, only, it doesn't help when you've got like Brentford and Fulham coming down and they're bringing in 200, 300 because it just doesn't work. But I think Willie, ha- Sheffield Wednesday brought the atmosphere for me. Yeah, and having yeah. away fans in the quadrants actually helps. Yeah, because yeah. everyone, ever away fans you speak to, if whenever they're in the Steve Below, everyone hates it because you're going out. Especially because mm-hmm. they're all spread out. Mm-hmm. 
I think, I think they should make a finger put in him in that quadrant anyway. Yeah, definitely. And in typical, yeah. typical Wolves fashion on uh, Saturday, the goalless home endless run was broken by an own goal. And it the comical one of that, it wasn't like a <laughs> skewy deflection, it was slide tackled it into the net. It was ridiculous. Should have been brought in by the Mason thing though, I didn't think that was offside. I've not seen any replays that have come into it. Well, he was, you know, he was probably a bit half a metre, if that. Probably, what I mean, he was it wasn't far from where I it was. was. It was a nice finish. I was, yeah. impressed. Yeah, it was a nice finish. I was impressed with Mason Saturday. I thought his work rate was absolutely fantastic. Mm. And even well, when he was on the say ball, you he not be impressed with a bloke who scored the most goals since he came to the club. Well, and not, no, and not, play, and not played every week. I think the thing with Mason is how many has he got? He's got six. No, five or six. He got four when last came. I think with Mason, I think he's never gonna he's never gonna sort of stress twenty goals, is he? Yeah. If, if you have a good season, if you have a right hard 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 hard. Do you think? Just, just do your maths, sir. He hasn't started every week. He's coming since he's coming since January, and he scored six. I don't and think, he's, I and don't. he's sat out at least six yeah. of those games but, as well. But I, I, I think the stats show that he's not going to trouble twenty goals even because he's never scored more than what eleven. Yeah, but if, he, if he's coming to this team, a team that hasn't been scoring, scored six, hasn't started every week. But, so if you double that, that's twelve, and that's if he starts half the games. But at, what at Forest as well? Forrest, he was superb at Forrest. And his goal was, was fantastic. In that case, it's definitely six because he didn't score four before Forrest. He didn't score the weekend. But do you not think maybe with a different, good. maybe with a partner? Well, when well, I was at the match, yeah. I was thinking, yeah. oh. I wouldn't mind seeing Mason and Dicko next season yeah. because I think they could complement each other quite well, those two together. You have Dicko playing off the shoulder and you have Mason doing the link work. Mm. But the thing is, if Dico if Dico's them drawing the defenders, it's then going to create space for Mason to yeah. play better. So yeah, but Mason did impress me, and when the Fondra came on, it was just typical of Fondra, just <laughs> shit. <laughs> 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 it was it was terrible. It was terrible. Is it, is it Michael Turner? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All sudden that. Yeah. He's, he, he's not the best defender in the world, but I didn't every even know who was playing. Every time Lafondra was one on one with him. It was so easy for Turner to get the ball off him. It was embarrassing. I haven't been impressed with Lafondra at all. He's, 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 he's rarely been playing in the bring him on at 70 minutes when you need a goal role, though, I think that's the thing. And it's, never, and it's never been as a number nine fox in the box. It's always been as a almost a bit withdrawn. Yeah, yeah or Adam, yeah. catch this. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What's <laughs> that going to do? Someone said it earlier in the... It might have been Dave said it on the app that Lafondra was bought as a 70 minute bring him on. As he was, but he was bought as third choice striker behind a phobia and Dicko, and then yeah. a phobia and Dicko went safe, literally in one case. <laughs> I wouldn't even have him as, as a fourth choice striker. I'd rather, well, I'd certainly most, um, I'd certainly rather see uh, Brighton and Bakari given a chance ahead of Lafondra. And even though for some reason, I, don't, I can't explain why, I'm not overly keen on, on um, Bradley Reid, because I don't think he'll make it at this level. But I'd rather he got the chance ahead mm. of Lafondra. When the season had gone, yes. But like, on Saturday, I'd have rather brought any of the count. Because I think yeah. so they're, they're in a catch-22 no, they... because cause we've done nothing at home for so long. They kind of needed to finish with a win. If we'd hadn't gone for like four home games and not scoring, there might have been less, less pressure on them and maybe they'd have seen more kids. But they'd, we'd already scored two. Yeah, but this, I think, there wasn't I think time, when it's yeah. been four nil-nil wins, they probably wanted to finish finish with a win I mean when you think about it we've literally gone over a sixth of the season of it's worth of our home games without scoring but it just, it just shows how shit things have been though that every week at home it's been nil-nil and he still ain't changed it and he still played the same old rubbish up front and not give the kids yeah, a chance it's not yeah. a case of the same old rubbish it's, well, that's what he's got but he's got he's, he could have played Brighton he's just too stubborn to do it yeah. but Brighton's technically an attacking midfielder he's not a striker I think he played up front in the cup against Barney and he absolutely terrorised us in fact, okay, fair enough, you can say it, it's Barnet, but you can still only do what's in front of you. And I think, given a chance, he would. But I think, considering them, they know that Lafondra was going, what, three days, four days afterwards, you know, why pay him? It's not like with Doyle, let's say, last season, where you want to give him a bit of a send off. Mm. You know, you want to show appreciation. No love or hatred for Lafondra. I, I didn't need to see an extra 20, 45 minutes out of him. Lafondra's season was over when he got beat by Jimmy Bullard. <laughs> soccer round, no, which I genuinely think he's the first one that just, Jimmy Bullard did. Just, just said Bullard uh, beat Chris Martin the other day. That was pretty yeah. special as well, what I've got to say. With a header as well, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, bullet header. Just going back to the match on Saturday as well, another player that was amongst the goals, George Savile. 
five goals in 19 games this season. Decent, decent return. Really. With the stats, for, a cent, for a centre mid, if you've got a centre mid who's averaging one in four, then he's got. I mean, he's got some release though. What does he do? Because I know he says like a weird thing, but I, I genuinely never yeah. know where he's actually playing. It's just like one of these people. You know, I think he's the definition of free role. Because I'm genuinely every other player on the Wolves team, you could. He's a, a very fo- unassuming player. You isn't could he? give him a football manager role, and you could quite clearly explain what they're doing. I have got no fucking clue what George Samuel's supposed to have been doing. But I know that he just gets in these positions and pops up with goals. Mm. And considering it a year ago, we're going on all the way to a million quid. Mm. It, to be honest, he looks a steal at a million now. He's just putting in steady performances. He's not, you know, lighting the world alight. But we don't necessarily need that, do we? He's getting goals from midfield. He's quite industrious, he's, isn't he? Yeah, um, but he's not like in such a way like he's putting in big tackles all mm. the time. Like I know, like a Paul Lynch in terms of that sort of industry. The, the thing is, Cody's the what you can would be what you consider the out and out brute and the more the defensive player. I suppose Price is. I think you almost go Cody Price Savile because mm. Savile, without thinking about it, he tends to be on Driftful, the left. In yeah. drift, he drifts. I think he was starting on the left the other day. I think, yeah, yeah what yeah, they yeah. did is they had, I think, Savile on the left, Henry on the right. No, Henry in the centre. Yeah, and then, Wallace on the right. And center. then, like, they kind of just drifted in between, which worked well because it's neither one. I thought Wallace was great the other day, by yeah. the way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That running the first half. He, apparently. Well, he got taken in at half time. At, yeah. Burn, at Burnley, he absolutely ripped them apart before he got injured again. I know Millwall were devastated when they called mm, him back. He, he had a really good day. Really, really good I day. Think he's, I think he's in line for a starting position next year. I'm not overly concerned about next year either. I think a few astute changes, but I'm sure we'll come to that in a bit. So. Mm. No, definitely. But I suppose all in all, you know, it's a win. Yeah. Um, raises people's spirits a little bit. You know, it doesn't mask that there's bigger issues going on at the club. You know, there's still a bit of a tug of war between fan and board and manager, etc. Mm. But a win's a win. You know, when Wolves yeah. are winning, everyone's happy. How many have we? I know we haven't won a lot in the last since January, but how many have we lost? Um, I think that's the it's been a lot of draws, hasn't it? That's yeah, it. That's the specific thing. I think it's draw. It's easier to turn a win into a draw. Sorry, a draw into a win than a loss into a win. Mm. Whilst it's been, it hasn't been the most outstanding season aesthetically. I don't think, and we and it's to come down from last year. But when you consider the players that we've lost, and when you consider that whilst he's not the flavour of the month anymore. A for his behaviour and whatnot. A has gone, and he was the leading goal scorer. Dico was his soulmate. Well, Sacco and Dico were soulmates, more or less. But you get you get that you've effectively lost Dico, Sacco, and Afobi. We've probably defensively shored up a bit. Yes. Yeah, we lost. We've lost seven in the league um, since the turn of the year. Since the turn of the year. Yeah. Oh, but it's, excited, it's eh? the amount of draws we've had. You know, it's what. Who did we lose to? We lost to. Uh, Cardiff, 3-1 at home. Uh, Preston, 2-1 at home. Huddersfield, 1-0 away. Brentford, 3-0 away. Borough, Hull and Leeds. So when you so consider, lost when one you at home this calendar year. And when you consider that the whole yeah. one was the last kick of a game and the first goal mm. was a cock-up. It's one of the... It's oh, no, sorry, Preston was at home as well. Yeah. But it... Did you not the Preston game? I don't remember. That's what it's... The frustrating <laughs> thing is... <laughs> We're not, to we're not a million miles away from no. a promotion push ourselves. Even though it seems like we are, we're not. It, we, aren't, we, we just need two or three, I wouldn't say quality, just two or three well thought out additions that will complement yeah. what we've got at the moment. We haven't got to spend £25 million on a striker. If we scout properly and we find somebody who can fit into the way that we play, You've got Dico coming back next season. That's yeah. like a new transfer. Well, Graham, I'll be, I'll be Graham will be back by. Is Graham back for the start of the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be October, no. November time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he yeah, ain't pre-season either. So that's what I don't think he'll be back till January. But maybe even next year we might be building for a promotion push the year after, if we're honest. Because then you've got Zairo hopefully coming back. Mm. And you've got Lee Evans. Lee Evans, mm. it would he be scored, be, isn't he? Yeah. It'll be interesting Lee to see Evans how he fits into Lee Evans is going to be competing for a Jack Price's place, which will be disgusting because Jack Price should be captain but alas uh, or Savile's place so whilst we're talking about next season what's needed we might as well mention the news today six players released 
and two sent back to their parent clubs. The six players released are Bjorn Sigurdarsson, Razak Bakari, Tommy Rowe, Zeli Ishmael, Liam McAlinden and Aaron McCary. And Adam Lafondra and Emmy Martinez have been sent back to their parent clubs. Surprised when, by any of those? When, when you look at the three players that we bought out of those, which have been Sigurdarsson, Bakari, Bakari and Rowe. Rowe. Ro- Although Rowe technically was Rowe was a free, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, okay, players that we've bought yeah. in external. I actually thought he was a free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it, yeah. we paid a million quid or something. No, he came out free, didn't he? Was down the camp. Because he was fairly Was he the same, same sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. They never, none of them have really established themselves. Even at a, Siggy had a bit of a go in his first season and then there were the issues. I'd like to think that had he been in this country the entire length of his stay, had he not had the injuries that he would have had, he would have had a chance to potentially go on and make an impact. But I think those comparisons when he come in of being the next Latin and all that didn't help. And that's Walsman's buying for that stuff too quickly, like the £100 million player thing with Ismail. It's a shame to see the young lads go sort of thing really in terms of coming out of the academy. Not Macalinda. You always want to see him do well. Personally, I think he's had the best off the ball movement of any Wolves striker I've seen. I would say Jack Cassidy had better off the ball movement. Jack Cassidy had better off the ball movement. Lee Macalinda's shit, man. He's not got the finishing, I don't think, unfortunately. Um, none of them was ever going to make it, yeah. was there? I mean, there's a reason why their contracts haven't been renewed at the end I, of the day. Bakari with six appearances. Yeah. Bless him. Well, McCary didn't, have, McCary didn't have that, did he? Really, yeah. when you think about it. He had a few few games in the League One season, but yeah. other than that, he didn't, get, he didn't get much of a chance. I still think he was a better keeper than a Hennessy towards the end of his time. But his... Um, Obviously, there was off-the-field problems with McCary this season, which probably didn't help his cause. We, we, we've discussed the Fondra already. Martinez, is that a surprise, really? No, I think even if we've got promoted... Arsenal, Arsenal, think po- Arsenal apparently think I, really highly. He's not a bad keeper. I think, I think he's probably a better technical goalkeeper than Akeem. Yeah. I've said that all year, and all season. You know, that... But do you, do you uh, annoy... If you're not going to get him... You've really yeah. got to stick with your number one. You have, to be fair. Yeah, and I don't. Let's be honest. Jack doesn't seem like the type to actually sort of make a decision about sort of anything changing anything. So he was never going to sort of spend two million on a goalkeeper, and then who isn't a lot better. I do think he's better, but he's not a division of yeah, better. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's also so ten years younger than Akeem, you know. Mm. Yeah. Close to. But it's goalkeeper. He's 31, isn't he? He's older than you think he is. He's the oldest in the squad, I think, isn't it? Same, similar age as Matt Murray, isn't he? Because they, they, they both came through at the same time. Murray's pushing 40 now, ain't he? He is. I bet Murray's about 29 when he retired. He's been retired about 10 years. He hasn't been retired 10 years. He retired four years ago, five years ago. Matt Murray retired four years ago. He was like two, uh, five years ago, it was two thousand. Carla King is 29. Told you. Matt Murray's 35. And yeah, Emma I Martin said 37. We'll, all right, we'll, that's in the middle. <laughs> I dislike any football that's massively younger than me. You know, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. He was bad enough when Sam, we saw it first signed Sam Vokes, and that was when I realised the dream was over. But now you see, like, you look on Football Manager and Zyro was four years younger than me. And you said there was a kid, at, I think they mentioned it on Match Today, that the first Premier League player to be born in 1999. Yeah, we are like a couple of years um, from like the first millennium. Mate, it concerns yeah, yeah. me because I've got, I've got shin pads all over some of the first <laughs> team regulars. The, the thing that bothered me the most was at the start of the season where they said that Dave, uh, Dave Edwards was the oldest player in the team at 29 or 30, yeah. as I was turning 31. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go to the end of uh, sorry the pre-season end yeah. of season predictions. So for those who listened to the first podcast of the season and who didn't, or two of you, and for those who didn't, you'll have known that we that the pundits who were on did some quick predictions before the Blackburn game. How, how loosely are you coining the term pundits? Because I'd I'd use that very loosely. <laughs> Well, you describe yourself as a pundit, so... Describes it, <laughs> <describes> <laughs> don't just walk up to people in the street and say, hi, I'm a pundit. He describes himself as a lot of things. Not many of them are actually true, though. Is that what it says on your LinkedIn profile? Luke Tom's a pundit. He doesn't. No. I always got the impression I always got the impression Luke was quite good at betting until I saw some of his He always gave him a big one. Okay, right. so essentially what we did is we all had to predict the winner of the championship, runner-up, who'd go up in the playoffs. So I know that's still up to debate. Um, which three teams would get relegated, which team would be the surprise package, 
I've dropped a massive bollock on that. If you can see Graham's face right now, you'd know. Um, <laughs> hang, on, we'll, hang on, is bollock getting edited out? I think we're going to be okay with bollock. That's fine. Um, who <laughs> was, your, was yours a surprise in a good way or a bad way? Not in a good you'll, way. You'll see by that. Yeah. Um, Wolves' final position, who our star player slash player of the season would be, the surprise Wolves player, or sort of most improved, who sort of stand out the most, and the championship top goal scorer. So we'll sort of work our way around the, I was going to say work our way around the room. So Graham had down for the winner and runner-up and playoffs as Middlesbrough, Derby and Burnley, which I think is not a, Ooh. too far off. He's got you Middlesbrough get, and Burnley. You could claim a reverse forecast there to that. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got Derby in the mix. So how did uh, Thompson do, Rick? Uh Middlesbrough to win. Okay. Yeah. Paul to come second and Wolves to win the playoffs. <laughs> Okay, uh, who did you have, Stu? Ben. So you got Ben. Uh, ben said Middlesbrough to win it, Hull runner-up and Wolves in the playoffs. <laughs> we There's can a copy p- each other. There is a pattern here. Yeah, no, um, it's cool where you just like, copy the person next yeah. to you. <laughs> so John Babb, the Baron, had Middlesbrough to win it, Burnley to finish second, and Wolves to win the playoffs. Yeah. So Babb's probably closest so far. Richard, uh, Richard Hobbs had Hull to win, Derby to be runners-up, and Wolves to win the playoffs. Yep. So you're potentially zero, zero for three. I'm, I'm, I'm zero for ten on this, mate. Okay, so um, relegated teams. Graham, do you remember who you picked? Did I pick Rotherham? You picked Rotherham, Preston and Huddersfield. Who got relegated in them? It Charlton, was Charlton, Bolton and MK Dons. Luke Thompson went for Rotherham, Huddersfield and Cardiff. Cardiff? Yeah. Oh, I could have. I could. To be honest, yeah, I, forgot, yeah, I could have seen it at the start of the season. Ben said, "MK Dons, Huddersfield, and Rotherham." I like how all of us had gone for Rotherham. <laughs> this is before Neil Warnock. But to be fair, Rotherham were shit. <laughs> yeah, they were so bad. Rotherham were basically. He's basically kept them up and then gone. I don't care anymore because yeah. they've gone shit against Interstate, didn't they? Uh, John Bab went for Rotherham, Preston, and Huddersfield. They copied you, Graham. And Richard Hobbs. Had MK Dons written down twice and crossed out <laughs> twice. And he finally decided on Rotherham, Birmingham, and Bolton. I've got Bolton. Oh, yeah. yeah no so one else got six. Yeah. <laughs> no one else got a relegated yeah, team. Right, not looking. Somebody got MK Dons. MK Dons. Oh, yeah. To be fair, Luke Thompson also crossed out MK Dons. So the drum roll for this one. I didn't realise yeah. these were the going, so, going for number three. So the surprise package. Surprise package. Who did better, better than, than expected. expected. Richard Hobbs went for Charlton Athletic. They ended the season last season well. Surprisingly and shit. Thought they, they kick on. <laughs> I, I, didn't think they, I, didn't, I didn't think they'd have mass protests every week. <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum, Graham went for Sheffield Wednesday, which I think is probably about as surprising as did Luke Thompson. Ben went with Bristol City. No. no. Uh, John Babb went for Reading. They're just no, so they, beige. They're just that, so average. They, they've been even more average than Wolves, haven't they? Which is the pink one. It's not even pink, though, is it? It's like kind of like, like, like salmon. I like yeah. their sponsor. It just really makes me want to go and order ribs from somewhere for some reason. What is it? Is it not Waitrose? No, no. It is Waitrose, isn't it? No, no, they've got some like Texas bullhorns or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it they, was Waitrose. Hmm. The most middle-class football club you could think of were sponsored by Waitrose. Okay, so in terms of Wolf's final position, instead of just going around, did anyone have a position lower than sixth? No. No, yeah, I think we were all just massively optimistic, weren't we? Graham went fifth, I think I went fourth. Mm-hmm. Had Sacco had gone somewhere else by this point? Yeah, this was after the Villa game, so gone, quite Dicko, near to the... Dicko, Dicko was fit. This so. was the day we saw the Fondra, I think. Yeah, it was um, the day. Yeah, it was when we signed yeah, Lafonte and Ojo the same yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the thing. Ojo was getting more game time at Liverpool. Than <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 says a lot. What's going on here? So, so, it's been a got faith in young players, isn't it? So let's get let's continue the laughs. Who do we all have for Wolves Player of the Season? Graham, you had Cody. So did you. <laughs> yeah. So did Luke. Oh, yeah. Did you not just go? You know what? Let's just <laughs> run some shots in and hope it works. Ben had a phobie, and Bab had a phobie. So one. And the other one just was ambivalent. <laughs> I, I don't know. Cody's not been that bad, has he? No, I mean that. He's been met. He's been middling, isn't he? But yeah. every Wolf player has. So that's it. Yeah, he, he hasn't really had the run I expected him to. To be honest, I'll, I'll be honest. And I've said this before. I, I fully expect him to be a replacement for McDonald. 
that was what yeah. I thought he was signed yeah. for to play Forrest and Cody together. Yeah. Now Whitley Evans is going to come in and be replacing <laughs> yeah. with Donald probably. Um, surprise standout. Yeah, surprise standout. I think it's a difficult one because I'm not sure who actually will surprise standout would be. You Jordan, can argue Jordan Graham. Graham, maybe. Yeah. Well, Doherty. Uh, yeah, Doherty as well. Yeah. Um, Graham went for Jed Wallace, which well, to be fair, I, think, I think if he didn't have the injuries, if he'd have had a full season, I may have yeah. been with a shadow. Like like I don't, think, I don't think when he came in, he was ready. I think he needed he, that time in League One yeah. as well to just to move. I think just personally, you could probably say by the, play, the, the surprise players, who was up for play, who's up for player of the season? Is it Henry Doherty and Price? Yeah, would you have expected any of them to have been up for player of the season? Really, maybe Henry. So maybe you say Price or Doherty gets a surprise package. Yeah. So what did anyone else go for in terms of surprise package? Ben went with VLP. Yeah, I went with. So the so did Richard Hobbs. VLP was also the pick for Luke Thompson. And John, John Babb. You hate him as well. I love him. No, he loves him. He hates him. J- John Babb went for Bright Enakabare. Has mm. he spelled it wrong? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's really. <laughs> e N O. B-L-K-H-A-R-E. Yeah. So finally, the championship golden boot. Well, Andre, Andre Gray was 25, then Ross McCormack. Did we have Andre Gray at one point? Yeah. Yeah. When he was 13. Oh, yeah. where did he go? Uh, Kitty, I think. Yeah. Oh, will he go? Yeah. Well done, Wolves. Beat it. He's still cannonating the job. Can we not just go and get the football manager god of regions <laughs> into the academy or something? Um, Graham went for Benneke 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 Benneke. the top goal scorer. I think I did as well. But we'll call, him, we'll, we'll call it a, a Wolves win. Well, he did get nine, so. Yeah. Did everyone else go for a favourite? No, uh, John Babb went for Chris Martin. And Richard Hobbs went for Darren Bent. Darren Bent? I thought he was going to get game time again. <laughs> <laughs> I think this just proves, goes to show I, I won't do it. So, so, so to summarise, we're all a bag of shit. Yeah. But Wolves, what? what Basically, any balls predictions. I'm just that my, balls, my status as the oracle remains. I think, I think everyone sort of at the start of the season just sort of thought we'll push on a little bit for next season. We've lost Sacco, but we've still got Phoebe and Dicko. And now we've got Ojo and Lafondra. I did have a surprise player as Des Landers, though. Did so, you? Yeah. Ah. So I think we can safely assume there that none of us really stood out in the uh, pre season predictions. So we move on. We're going to segue to the Billy Rice, Billy Wrong quiz. Uh, quiz master Richard Hobbs is going to be asking the questions. We have two teams, myself and Stu, and the two Lukes. Yeah, I've taken over the duties of doing this year's Billy Right from Billy Wrong from Dave. So, yeah, apologies, it's really bad. Okay, so, Billy Right or Billy Wrong? Wolves' first friendly of the season was with Paris FC, not to be mistaken with their illustrious rivals, Paris Saint-Germain. Billy, Billy Rice. Billy Rice. Billy Wrong. It was with FC Shambly. <laughs> FC, yeah. It's, it's that kind of quiz, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a lie, so... Okay. <laughs> okay, Billy Right or Billy Wrong, George Savile has more Twitter followers than Jack Price. He was at Chelsea, so... Yeah, I'd yeah. say Billy Rice. I'd say Billy Rice as well, because he was at Chelsea last year, so... It is... Billy Wright. Savile has 25,000 followers. Jack Price has 14.8 thousand. Strong fan base. Yeah. Okay. Stop trying to see the answers, Thompson. <laughs> no, he's trying... Okay, so... The average amount of bookings o- over a season in the championship was 70 yellow cards in total. Per round? No, it, over the course of the season. Right, okay. What, for each team? Yeah. So each club would have had 70 bookings? Yeah, on average. Okay, Billy right or Billy wrong, Wolves had more than 70 bookings this season. Billy on, wrong. In total. Billy wrong. Billy wrong. Billy wrong. He's had 49. Nine. Yes. I didn't realise this when I did the quiz the other day. Was it in the Express and Star or something? Yeah, Tim Spears has f***ed that one for you, mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. Okay, so... We've only, so we've only effectively averaged one book in it. Yeah. One yeah. book in a game. Yeah. Non-free games. We've got all the things. They're a bit frisky. And yeah. we had one red card as well, Ooh. which is the only thing that we've kept. Who got that red card? Don't it? No. Cody. Yeah. 
against oh. Huddersfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, was the, the one that you should never rearrange. He went white, wasn't it? Who was it? I think it wasn't a Redditor. It was at Owens, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was at Cardiff. No, it was earlier than that. No, no, Middlesbrough. Was it Middlesbrough? Yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. Okay, so Benekafobi um, moved to Bournemouth in January after a year at the club. Billy Wright or Billy Wrong? He scored more league goals for Wolves in his time here than Andy Keogh did in his time here. Good question. I don't know, it's got to be close. That's got to be close. Keogh did three years, but I'm tempted to say Andy Keogh. Yeah. Billy Wright. We'll say Billy Wright. Let's go Billy Wright. Just Billy Wright. Go on then. Billy Wright then. It is Billy Wright. I knew it was. How did Keogh get? He got 19 in the league. A phobie <laughs> got 22. 22. Yeah. I, in total. I, knew, I, knew, I knew a phobie got 22 because he got 10 yeah. before he went to 12 last season. In total, they got, um, Keogh actually got 22 for the club. but Or 23. He got the same amount overall, but not in the league. I've actually been keeping score, by the way. I think we're winning. No. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you're from a whitewash we've, over there. We're, ju- we're just taking the lead, I yeah. think. Okay. Only because we wanted to be different. And there's nothing Only because you want to create a bit of tension. You've been saying that all your life, haven't you? <laughs> 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 okay, so Billy Wright or Billy Wrong, Kevin McDonald has played more minutes than Matt Doherty this season. That's got to be close as well. Mm. Well, yeah, because the first half of the season... The two Luke's are trying to get a little hand signal going on whether it's right it's or wrong. It's the baseball that we've played. If I pull my ear, my ear's the trigger. We'll go Billy Wrong. I'll go with Wrong. We'll go with Wrong. It is Billy Wright. Kevin McDonald played 2,805 minutes, whereas Matt Doherty only played 2,500. Maybe we got that wrong because Doherty made a more telling contribution. Well, it goes on to the old Benicophobia. You played more minutes than twice this season. Where are you getting, well, where are you getting your stats from? Now? I got them from whoScored.com. It's reliable. Yeah. Apart from the fact they do claim on their website, I'm pretty sure that Jack Price is a hundred and ninety-one centimeters. I'm pretty sure. So Jack Price is two centimeters shorter than me. Bones <laughs> <laughs> the beard. He just makes it look close yeah. to the great price. Okay. So um, how many questions are left? We've got five left and a bonus round oh, that goes right, to a dead heat. Um, so three, three, two, so, oh no, 2 one still, so it's fine. Okay, so, um, Billy Wright or Billy Wrong, Wolves have won at least one game per month this season. <laughs> Is that actually per month or on average? Per month, they've won at least one game So they've had to win in every calendar month? Yeah. Um, we're going to wait to see what they say, because we called, the, called it first. Yeah, they've so. called it first a couple of times. Did we win that? I was thinking because we, we think that we sell shit, so it, it's, it's probably that we have. I'd say, yeah. yeah. Right. Billy Wright. Billy Wright. Billy Wrong. It is. Billy Wrong. We didn't win any game in November. Yeah! Even though we thought it was April. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact you celebrated drawing there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're yeah. That's what we do. Okay, so... Zelly Ishmael, I was going to say, this shows how late my notes are, looks set to leave Wolves. <laughs> um, Correction. Zelly Ishmael is about to leave Wolves. Billy right or Billy wrong? He hasn't played more games for the club than the amount of years he's been associated with Wolves. He had a decent spell in League One, didn't he? Where he played quite a bit of the early, early part. Yeah, but I think he only played about seven games, though. Since he was 11. Billy wrong. Yeah, we're, we're going Billy wrong as well. We know he played one game under. We think he played one game under Solbakken, which was Chelsea away in the League Cup, and then he did have a few games. Well, I think it was only four or five in League One, so that wouldn't have been. Yeah, we're both going Billy wrong. Yeah. So he's been associated with the club for 13 years. That's right. Signed yeah. when he was signed when he was 10, and he's played nine games for the club. So you weren't far off there. Yeah, you've worked out something about Seth. We worked it out to eight, didn't we? We worked it out to nine. Of course you did. Of course you did. And he included the minutes as well. And touches. Okay, so Billy Wright or Billy Wrong, Mikhail Zero has played more minutes than Mike Williams for Wolves this season. (laughs) Mike Williamson. Did I say Williams? Williams. <laughs> that's, that's another class. Say, technically, if you're saying Williams, well, I'm going to say Billy Wright. Williamson had four. But Mike Williamson. Yeah. More mi- minutes. Mike Williamson's played 1,378 minutes. 
What could our type one person feel? Seventy-nine minutes. Let's be right. Can we just point out that we're actually going to video? Williamson definitely played more. Yeah. Yeah. What was the question? Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Can you rephrase uh, the question so we get it, we we could phrase our answer correctly? Okay. So Billy Wright or Billy Wong? Mikhail Zero has played more minutes for Wolves than Mike Williamson Billy this Wong. season. Billy Wong, Billy Wong. It's Billy Wong. They both played exactly the same amount of minutes. Four hundred and fifty. But surely that question can't count because. Oh no! Yeah, you can yeah. still get Billy Wong, can't you? Yeah, you can still get Billy Wong. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't played. He hasn't played more. Do not, <laughs> do not mess with that man when it comes to qualification. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But then surely God. you round it to the nearest second. No. No, because technically it's just not being an arsehole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. So each, yeah, we could down to a. This could get interesting here. How many questions are left? We've got two questions left and the bonus round. We just agree to come to the same answers just to see what he's Okay, so um, <coughs> Ojo has made more, as many assists for Liverpool this season than he did for Wolves. He had quite a few assists in Liverpool. As many assists for Liverpool, for Liverpool as he can, did. Can we, can we clarify it as, as you go more for Liverpool? I think he had two. As many assists for Liverpool. Yeah, he had one for Aston. He had more goals. First game of the season. Ojo did. Ojo for Liverpool. He scored. We'll go Billy Wrong. Okay. So what? Can you re- repeat of the question, course. please? Okay. So say Ojo has made as many assists for Liverpool this season as he did for Wolves. I think we're going to go Billy Wrong as well. Yeah. We think we think he made more assists. For I'll, Liverpool. I'll, I'll, I'll go Billy Wrong. Okay. Are we? Luke Civil War. No, we'll we'll stick with the first one. Well, you should. Billy so we're saying we're saying <laughs> we're saying he made more for Wolves, aren't we? See, I reckon he's made yeah. more for Liverpool. Yeah, I do as well. I think he's made three assists for both of them. He hasn't so actually made that many assists. He's been part of well, goals. At least they've got, at least they've got that bit right. So yeah. he's got three assists. Three assists for both. He didn't make that many for Wolves either. And all those three for Wolves were to Lafondra, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So we should have kept Ojo. We could have kept Lafondra. It would be great. <laughs> so that ties it up with the last question, doesn't it? Yeah. So. I'm sure that puts us in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Wolves have averaged more possession in the championship than the winners, Burnley. It's probably Billy Wright because we don't do a full yeah. call. Yeah. 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 I'm tempted to go Billy Wright. I've got the feeling there's been games where we've been battered possession-wise. Yeah, but there's also been games where we've battered the other side. Birmingham at home was one. Cardiff at home, we battered in possession, yeah. didn't we? They had like three shots. Birmingham away as well. We had all that game. Clark must have been a pretty shit game, you know, I'm joking. <laughs> that was one of the best performances of the season. <laughs> Birmingham away. So do you reckon... Yeah, I'm, right, I'm going Billy Wright. Yeah, yeah we're going to go Billy Wright as well. It is. Wolves actually had more possession on average than the winners Burnley. All comes down to the bonus round. Yeah. Okay. So... It also shows that possession is pretty much meaningless. meaningless well, Leicester. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Leicester, Leicester also have the low, don't they also have the lowest passing yeah, 70%. They have a really low amount of shots as well. But it's, but it's all right when you've got a bloke that is quick as fucking can finish. Okay. Yes, Dico. So, the deciding round. How many right? likes does the Wolves Fancast Facebook page have? <laughs> Nearest wins. I'm going to ground go first. Because I think I know the answer. I think I do. Okay. Three, two... One, 14,000. 9,000. It's over 10. It isn't. The Wolves Facebook. <laughs> oh, the so fact, I'm sorry, did you say Facebook or Twitter? I said Facebook. So, oh, oh, sorry, I thought you said. Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you for, Facebook? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said Facebook. Yeah, you did say Facebook. I thought you said Twitter. We've Twitter. got Twitter in our heads for some okay. reason. Okay. <laughs> right, we can do that as a second bonus round because I know that you. What did you say? Not nine. Yeah. Yeah. I said fourteen, but I thought you were talking about Twitter. Yeah. So he'd still be. He'd still be nearer. Facebook. Facebook. Oh, Facebook. I'm going to say four, five thousand, five thousand. I'm going to say. I want to say nine hundred. Hang on, hang on. Let me see. Let me have a look. Well, the winner is Graham and Yes. The total amount of Facebook likes is. 864 from yesterday. So what was if that you want to like bad? it, go onto Facebook and go onto Wolves. Oh, so this was just a plug? <laughs> oh, would I ever do a thing like that? Is yeah. that good or bad? I don't know. It's yeah. really bad. 
I like this. You know what I really like? We've got there's a women's football fan cast group from back in the day with two members. One of which is David Evans. Who's your friend? John Vinnie Meek. Banks. <laughs> John Meek. Vinnie Banks. Yeah, yeah of course no it is. Way. That's how that was before. I came in and revolutionised yeah. the fact of having more than just John Meek and Dave in Dave's living room. Uh, Mom's spare room. And look, yeah, at, yeah. look, look where we've got to now. So there was the Billy Wright, Billy Wrong uh, quiz, which I've got to say I was part of the victorious side from. No offence, guys. But uh, so I said it's the first time we've lost. Yeah, I think it's only the second time I played. I lost the first I one. I was, with, uh, I was with John Meek for the first one. I lost that one. But um, I set the guys a challenge yesterday. Uh, one, se- uh, one sentence review of all season. Rich, if you could, if you could use a sentence to describe the whole That's season. Blighted by injuries, but potential to progress next season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, ouch, get the stretcher. Underperformed. Underachieved. Jackie is no. Yeah. <laughs> that, they're, they're different ideas, so you need to go for two sentences. Okay. It, it's not been very good. We need to be better next time <laughs> because it's just not acceptable to do what we do. I don't know. <laughs> to do what we do. <laughs> <can't> <laughs> okay. Right. Writing was never your strong point, was it? No, never speaking. <laughs> not good enough. Need to be better next season. It could have been worse. We could be Villa. <laughs> I'll just simply go with more questions than answers. I think that sums it up in general. A few of the ones that have been sent in on Twitter. Jamie Angus, very Colin Lee-esque. Just need Darren Bailey back. Uh, Tony Rohde, a season of hope and expectation that got lost in a morass of mediocrity and banality. What's a morass? What's been banality? If I haven't used that word in my dissertation, it doesn't need to be used in the English language. I think that's, that's I think it plays up from the palm. Steve, <laughs> S- Steve Lease, promise of youth. Mike Pocock, just simply glad it's over. Um, there was another one uh, from Safi who put Steve Morgan through his toys out of the pram. Uh, Bill State has gone for the very diplomatic Kenny Jacket has to go. And Andy Horton went for... I know him. It went about as well as could be expected. Andy, whatever you were drinking yesterday, please send me one. I don't know. Uh, we've had some more. No, no, that's not necessarily a thing that he's saying that it was good. Maybe he was just saying he was expecting to be shit. Yeah, possibly. So, on the fancast account, uh, for people to sum up the season in one sentence, we had Alex Richards, um, who said, "Couldn't it have just ended in February?" <laughs> I think that's a bit too late, to be honest. Um, we decided um, from <laughs> Steve Munson. Uh, we decided to remain uh, a championship team for football reasons. That sounds like so long ago, but we had all that. Oh, how time flies. Do you think, do you think, though, and just come back to the football reasons, do you think we need to get rid of Stephen at the right time? Well, I uh, love Stephen. Looking at it then, yeah. doesn't necessarily... Well, there was, a, there was a stat floating around about Christmas where he conceded by that point 10, le- uh, 10 more goals in Fulham's back four than Wolves' back four had since since he'd left. Hmm. So he, he just looks a complete shambles. Like every week, he's, he's you know what it well, is. I think, I think Fulham yeah. have looked at shambles in Ma- general. Maybe really. it's like you know when prisoners can't cope with being released. He's been institutionalised. Yeah, he's been institutionalised. He's been released from the pressure of having to soak up Daddy Bart. <laughs> um, I think he'd rip your right arm off to come back to Wolves. Yeah, if you don't. Um, Paul Felton, who does a lot of our designing at Fancast, said it was excruciating. Works better on low down. Um, Ryan Lester said more mistakes and inju- than injuries. Um, yeah. Uh, Johnny Gallagher optimism then disappointment, frustration, hope then boredom. Yeah. Like that, I think that's probably the, the best one to sum up. Probably quite well. Probably quite well summed up in a number of uh, number of sentences there. Uh, just quickly going to go round hopes for hopes for next season. What do you think needs to be needs to be done? Um, start with you, Stu. Playing players in the proper positions and giving them a chance would help. Yeah. Such as who? Um, playing like when the other way when playing Doxy at left back for a start. Like. Yeah, but that's where, that's that's where he's coming to his own. No, he's been better. He's been better at left back. But yeah, he he's, he's not a long-term solution for left back, is he? I don't know. He's doing all right. Like this shielding bright onto the right hand side with Henry on the left and things. Just weird, weird stuff. with dropping players for well, no that's, reason. That's and football now. Jamie Vardy plays on the left for Leicester on occasion. Yeah, but he can. Yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> Players need to be able to have a bit more flexibility. Luke, 
want him for next season? Um, I think Zaki needs to stop being so pig-headed. And so you're basing this on the assumption that he will still be here next season? Uh, yeah, I can't see us getting rid of him. And um, um, well, I'm going to go for two things that come awkward. But I think Jacket needs to stop being so pig-headed um, and improve his man management of players. And we just need a bit more strength in depth. You know, the backup options need to be a little bit stronger, not too much. And if we can do that, I think we'll be all right next season. Luke Regan? Um, the spine, more than anything. I think, well, not so much as, but more like an old hook. I think we need a centre half. I think we need a couple more wing, one more wing options and then up front. I think it's, I think, as Luke said, you're three or four signings away from a decent challenge because there's a lot of good kids there as well. So three or four signings. Just a decent transfer window because yeah. I don't think the Jackie's necessarily a bad manager. I mean, he did well in League One. He did well in his first season with Wolves in the championship but I just think that he doesn't know what to do with his subs because the squad itself isn't that good so he needs to improve the squad mm. by might potentially putting some of the players that are in the first team now back onto the bench by improving the bringing the better options in I think that really when you look at it we've not really got a starting striker at the minute I agree in the sense that one thing I was going to say was the fact I think we do need we've been crying out for this season two out and out wingers and I think that's one thing that really could be done to improve that team. I mean, Zara was brought in as a winger, and I think that Zara would have added balance on the left. It would have been interesting to see how he would have, he would have coped with the Graham and Zara situation. Not yourself, obviously. But, um, I'm not we, we, There was a lot of conflict <laughs> between you two, with them, with them both effectively being left wingers. But I think he might yeah. have tried to use Zara as a front striker and then have Graham on the left feeding him behind him. I was disappointed to see VRP go, because I think he did well in certain situations. But I just think that sometimes someone's not right. Last but not least, Rich. Yeah, um, echoing most of your thoughts, I think we need to add a bit more balance to the team. I think we need to invest in two left-sided players because um, that's where I think there's a big gap missing in that team. Um, again, similarly, if Wallace can break through and really push on on the right wing, whether or not it's his natural position, he looks good there. I think that's about it, really. Maybe another striker as well, depending on the fitness of a couple of the um, strikers around so Mason Dicko will he be up to full fitness at the start of the season hard to tell but even then we, with Dicko back we've still got two, two well, one yeah, and a half strikers we've got one yeah. And a half, yeah so we're definitely going to get someone in but we're left almost with the same situation as last year is well do we get someone who just wants to sit on the bench do we get a youngster you know I think there's still a lot but then that's, that's where Jacket fell well uh, that's why they pay so much money yeah. because they have to make those decisions yeah one, well, two things that we need to do desperately keep hold of Iorfa and, and Hawes, yeah, especially Iorfa. I mean, he's he's just he's, he's, he's I mean, we didn't talk about how well he played on Saturday. Oh, he's absolutely I, I thought he's had, a, he's had a poor season, but he played well at centre back last week. I, I think, yeah, I think he's looked good at centre half. I've got to say, I I think, he's gonna get, I think he'll give Jackie a lot of questions. I think losing Iorfa could be more damaging than losing Saka. Mm. I do. I think he's such a talent. And do you know what? I'm going to put it out there. I think he's better than Lescott was when Lescott was 18, 19. <laughs> <laughs> Stun silence there. I think, I, think that's a, I think that's a good place to leave this. So before we go, we have got to end it traditionally with the Wolves Fancast Player of the Season. Unfortunately, we've not had much luck with this recently because most of the times we've given a Player of the Season award, the players ended up leaving. I don't think... One is still standing, is he? No. Um, who who won it last season? Stearman. Who was Stearman? Not, not one Gold player is. Yeah, Goldborn's mm. left eventually. So. so, in fourth place with 13% of the votes was James Henry. In third place with 16% of the votes was Dave Edwards. In second place with 35% of the votes was Matt Doherty, oh, which means no prizes for guessing with 36% of the vote. Player of the season, Wolves Fancast Player of the Season is Jack Price. So that's him off to Everton in the summer. Yeah, I think it's deserved. I, yeah, mean, it's I, I yeah. didn't vote for him, but I didn't even know the vote was open. If I'm being honest, <laughs> <laughs> you so, barely knew on this week's podcast. So how do you expect to know vote was on? So that's been it for the Wolves 2015-2016 season of the Wolves Fancast Show. Gotta be honest, it's been a pretty 
brutal ride this year, but we thank our listeners for sticking with us yeah. throughout. We've 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 had a good time. It's it's been good to get together and uh, and talk it's, about it's the dross on the pitches. It's more the LD again. It's more about the social experience. <laughs> yeah. I mean, walls haven't made it easiest to do this this season, have they? No, it's been hard to get out award-winning content. <laughs> but it's. You know, it means a lot to us that our listeners have remained loyal. The yeah. interactions that we get on Twitter, the fact that people are still interested to know when the show's coming out, and just just everything. I just want to say a thank you from on behalf of Dave to everybody that's tuned in, everybody that's emailed, everybody that's interacted with us at some point this season. Just want to say a big thank you, and that it's uh, it's thank you from the guys here tonight as well. So it's bye from Rich. Goodbye, everyone. Have a lovely summer. It's bye from Mr. Egan. Adios. Bye from Luke Thompson. See you later. Bye from Stu. Have a good summer. And it's bye from me. Enjoy the sunshine. If you're updating your closet for summer, you need dependable clothes that you can wear anywhere, whatever you're doing. And for that, you can look to American Giant. American Giant makes clothing of exceptional quality for people who want something more than the status quo offers. Whether you need to re-up on reliable everyday t-shirts, pick up a solid pair of shorts, or invest in a pair of durable jeans, American Giant is a better choice. They make everything right here in the USA from start to finish. So when you buy from American Giant, you become part of creating jobs and improving local communities in towns and cities all across the country. And keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Shop your new summertime closet staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com with promo code WA23. Score last-minute sports, concerts, or live show tickets for up to 60% off on GameTime. Simply download the app, create an account, and use code POD20 for $20 off your first purchase. That's code POD20 for $20 off. Terms apply.